You only have one life to live, so get the most out of it. On Good Life, Great Life, join me, Brian Highfield, and my guests as we share success stories, habits, mindsets, and lessons learned by successful people. These lessons are not taught in schools, but are critical for getting ahead in life. Whether you want a successful business or career, optimal health, or a lifestyle that most people just dream of, Good Life, Great Life has you covered. After retiring from a successful corporate career in my 40s, I founded multi-million dollar businesses in the sports and healthcare arenas. Now, I help everyday people maximize their lives and speak regularly at seminars, on podcasts, and radio shows to share principles on the topics of health, wealth, and happiness. Don't let a good life get in the way of a great life. Join me today on Good Life, Great Life. All right, folks, today we have Seth Green. Seth is a nine-time best-selling author. He's the co-host of the Sharkpreneur podcast with Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank and is the president of Market and president and CEO of Market Domination. So welcome to the program, Seth. Thank you so much, Brian. It is an honor to be here. We're going to have lots of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And we have no script today, guys. Uh, we're, we're just having a conversation because uh, I feel like that resonates with our audience so much more of just talking about real stuff, real life, what's happening now. And Seth is a really smart businessman. He's got so many business things going on. I, I can't even keep up with him. But man, he's super smart, uh, super entrepreneurial and uh, just has a lot of knowledge. So uh, let's let's just start the conversation. What's uh? I mean, we're supposed to be so supposedly going into a recession, and and everybody on TV is like, "Are we going into recession? Are we in a recession? How long is it going to last? Is it a small recession, big recession? What's your take on all this talk about the economy right now?" Sure. And first off, let me say again, thanks for having me on the show. And I feel the same way about you in terms of so many business opportunities and ventures. I can't keep track of them all. <laughs> so right back at you, my friend. Um, first of all, I think everybody on TV is wrong. I think. It's not, are we going into a recession? I think we're already in one. I think the government or the media, whoever you want to blame, keeps changing the definition of what a recession is so that they can say we're not in one yet. Yeah. But it can be scary enough that we might go into one and you should vote our way so that we could try and do something too late to avoid it. Um, and we'll try and stay away from politics too much so, uh, on today's show. But I think we've already, we've, we're already in one. We've been in one for a while. It's going to get worse before it gets better. But the good news for your listeners is that means lots of opportunity. Sure. And right? I mean, more yeah. millionaires were created during the Great Depression than any other time in history. It's not going to get that bad. Um, I'm not an economist and they wouldn't agree if you asked them. But <laughs> I would say that there is more opportunity when people are fearful than in times of blind, irrational exuberance. So while the rest of the world may fall into the gloom and doom and get scared and be worried and, oh, now I need to take more of the prescription drug pills that are advertised on the news that I watched that made me anxious in the first place, I would say now's the time to be more excited than ever because there's more opportunities to grow your business or your brand or whatever it is that you're doing than ever before. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And I mean, you know, going back to the the Great Recession of two thousand. 2009 um that's really when i started becoming more entrepreneurial i was i was facing a job possible job loss with uh with a hundred plus billion dollar corporation that i worked for um and and started thinking outside the box like what 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 else can i do and i know a lot of people out there are in the same mindset right now like yeah I, I could lose my job what i'm going to do because most people are one paycheck away from going to the food bank 
I'll go you one better. So that year, 07, 08, let's see. My wife and I got married. We bought our, we bought our first house. We had our first baby in a span of 12 months. Um, she quit her job to be a stay-at-home mom, leaving me sole breadwinner. And in the same time, I left the Fortune 500 multi-billion dollar financial services firm I was working for and started my own business, not knowing that right on October 27th, literally three days from now is my 15th year anniversary, not knowing that like October 27th, 07, like a week or two after I hung up my shingle, the subprime bubble was going to burst and countrywide <laughs> and independent. They were all going to go bankrupt and Lehman Brothers were all going to go bankrupt yeah. and everybody was going to be paralyzed with fear. So looking at the time, I was like, oh my God, did I just make the worst timing decision ever? But it turned out to be one of the best timing decisions ever. And the more businesses are created because of that reason during times of uncertainty. So I would absolutely capitalize on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people do it out of necessity in a lot of, a lot of cases. I, a common question I ask my guests, do you think entrepreneurs are born that way or do you think they're, they're pressured into it? That that is just what they have to do to survive. What What's your opinion? I think they're both. I think we may not realize it in the beginning of our careers, but if you're an entrepreneur to a certain extent, you are unemployable. Now, that doesn't mean you won't have a job. You and I both worked at Fortune 500 companies mm -hmm. for many, many, many years. It just meant I was always butting heads with management. I was always trying to do marketing for my business then, my, my financial services practice, the way I had learned from Dan Kennedy and everybody else. And they were at the sales prevention compliance department would say, no, we can't do that, can't do that, can't do that. I'd say, really? Show me the law that says I can't because yeah. I can't find one. It's yeah. just your policy. So let's yeah. go. So I think it was, there was writing on the wall and that we had just been bought out in the subprime bubble burst. Um, that company had been bought out by a bank and I didn't want to work for a bank. And the bank was making noises that they were going to start cutting our commission payouts. They were going to start requiring us to hit quotas of selling bank products. And that bank, Wells Fargo, I mean, yeah. you see how well that worked out yeah. <laughs> for them and the lawsuits they've been under. So I left before that happened, but I said, huh, we're getting bought out by a bank. We're blowing money on branding that doesn't do anything. They won't let me market the way I want. I I think the opportunity is to go start my own company, so call my own shots and do what I want to do the way I see fit and grow this thing more than they will let me. And thank God I was right. Yep. Yep. It's funny you mentioned compliance and FTC because they are really... Um uh inserting their nose a lot into into business um and and again that's their role but it's it's kind of getting ridiculous in a lot of ways that, that i can see i mean i'm in the network marketing industry that's one of my biggest businesses right and most of our listeners can't listeners probably don't realize this but um yeah and you've heard these phrases but they're not compliant ftc does not like these things being said one of them is time freedom they hate that phrase time freedom so there is a scanner and probably this podcast will show up on their scanner because we said the phrase time freedom on there, but they are scanning websites and places of business that use that phrase because um, it's in their minds, it's, it's an unrealistic goal for most, you know, and, right. and I mean, we run into the same problems yeah. with things that we say in our marketing and that they, we will get told, well, yeah, that is prom like you can't put a picture of money in whatever, and yeah. that's promissory. Or um, because results aren't typical, even if we put a big bold disclaimer going, you're probably going to fail at this. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like they, <laughs> they're like, you know, 
it's not the prudent man rule anymore. It used to be if a normal, if a person of decent intelligence would misinterpret this, then you couldn't say it. Yeah. Now they're, I mean, it's almost as if, can we take the dumbest person on the face of the planet with an IQ of 27? And if they would be confused or misled, then you can't do it, even though that's not our target market. And you said the magic buzzword right now with the FTC, and that's typical. So it has to be a typical result for you to make a claim for it. Anything that's not typical, that's extraordinary, they don't want you to make that claim. And so, right, for example, doesn't sell anything, right? If yeah, you did a before and after of a weight loss typical. campaign and you said, <laughs> I lost 10 pounds in six months, no one would buy it. Yeah. Right. They all want to see the woman who was 350 pounds and now she's wearing a bikini and she did it. And it doesn't tell you that not only did she take the supplements, but she dieted and she worked her worked out like three hours a day. So results not typical. You could do it if you work your butt off like she did, but it's not normal. So now we can't say it. Right. And when we were talking about our business opportunity, uh, the the average an annual income for our profession is like 700, a little over $700 a year. And that doesn't excite anybody. But again, that's typical. And and it's the atypical, extraordinary people that uh, have have success. And that that's, that's who we're looking for. And I think that's who has the entrepreneurial bug to earn more than $700 a year in our program. Absolutely. Those typical people are ruining it because <laughs> the rest of us want to be Brian Highfield when they grow up, right? We want to make seven figures. But the average, if you look at in-networking marketing, I think it's 90-something percent of the industry doesn't even cash flow, right? They don't make, yeah. they just join and don't do anything. Yeah, so and by the way- They don't make enough to cover the product or the membership or sell enough makeup or pills. So they're ruining it for the rest of us who actually want to achieve. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, when, when people bring that up to me, I say, do you realize 97% of real estate agents never sell a single house? Or they sell one a year, right? The majority sell yeah. like one or two a year. It's a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. And they ruin the numbers in the industry and the mailing lists I'm trying to buy to market to because I want the guy in the corner office selling, you know, selling a million dollars of real estate, you know, every week. That's the guy who wants more marketing, who wants to grow his business. The woman who's like, I let, you know, my wife would be the, the stay at home mom who likes mm -hmm. looking at houses and would sell like a house to it for a friend once a year. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's not a business. Yep. And a stay-at-home mom, that's another phrase that they hate. You know, they, yeah. they don't like the stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad. Um, we get around that. We say present parent. We're a present parent to our to our kids. Are you now implying that because I work more than 40 hours a week in my office building, I am absent? <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I won't hold it against you. You're so, from the yeah. government and you're here to help me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and, and also it brings up the, I heard this story the other day. I think I saw like an Instagram reel or something like that. And the guy was telling the story of the hot dog vendor and going back to recession where he's, where he, uh, I don't know if you've heard this story, but this guy starts a hot dog vending business. You know, he's got one cart and he wants to put his son through college. He sends his son to college. He goes to Harvard. And meanwhile, while his son's at Harvard, he expands his business. And now he has 26 hot dog carts throughout the city. And his son come, graduates from college with economics and comes comes home and he says, dad, what are you doing? We're in a recession. You know, you need to cut back on the quality of the beets that you sell and the buns and everything like that. And, and before you know it, the guy ends up with back with one cart because his son told him he was in a recession. And the point of the story is you can create your own uh, recession. You can create your own surge in, in your, your own economy. It's up to you. It doesn't matter what, who's in the white house and, and uh, what, what the government's doing. Absolutely. I was having that, we were having that conversation with my 15 year old son, Max, the other day. And 
he's like, well, I, I'm not going to vote because it's not going to, I never see any difference. And I said, well, you're 15. You wouldn't see the difference yet unless you learn how to spot it. And oh, by the way, it's not about what the government does. You said it best. You said you create your own economy. Yeah. And that is absolutely true. So your listeners, your viewers should be following what you're doing and be a part of your organization so that they can create an abundant economy as opposed to the recession their next door neighbor might be living in. Right. And one of my mentors told me, he said, Here, here's the test for you, for our listeners right now. They said, uh, if, if your income changes based on who's in the White House, then there's a problem. There's a problem. Amen to that. So Although... How much in taxes you and I pay? Yeah, true. <laughs> that's that's definitely true. That tax is a whole a whole different story there, uh, for sure. But but again, if 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 you're having an abundant life, um, maybe you don't mind paying some extra taxes, uh, you know, here and there. But uh, I don't. Most people don't. I don't like paying more taxes than I have to. And and that's another, another interesting point. I think uh, Robert Kiyosaki is like it's patriotic not to pay taxes because the government is giving us incentives, and if you take to, to drive the economy and if you're taking advantage of those that's going to lessen your tax bill and if it's zero then is his point of view is that's patriotic i would agree 100 percent um there's another one judge learned hand that's actually the guy's name it was like in the 1800s who said you do not have a patriotic duty to pay one dollar more in taxes that is absolutely necessary yeah you know and in 23 years in business um and one of our businesses as you know is a tax reduction company I've had only one person in 23 years tell anybody who worked at that company, no, I like paying more in taxes. <laughs> and, and we promptly said, well, we're not for you then. You're the wrong client. You yeah. shouldn't be here. Um, and, it's, and, and suggested he leave because if you want to pay more in taxes, I can't help you. If you want to make more money to pay the taxes you owe, we can certainly talk about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So what, what are some opportunities out there? I mean, you got your hands on a lot of different things. I mean, what's what's hot right now? Uh, well, obviously, what you do um, is incredibly hot right now, health and wellness. Um, people are always there. There are needs that are going to be evergreen, right, that are never going to go away, no matter what has to do with the economy. People want to feel better. They want to live longer. They want to be healthier. They want to be thin. They want to be attractive and they want to be rich. Yeah. What you do covers all six of those, right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. There's either a pill, potion, lotion, or program in your system for every single one of those or every single one of those things. So I can't think of, you know, a better opportunity, obviously, than yours. And then, of course, there are many other ways to help people get fit, get rich, grow their business, grow their personal life, um, grow their health. Um, but I would start with yours for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh we're 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 our business is booming right now. And you mentioned like being attractive or look better. Um, and people are it's funny because well, our latest hot product right now is is liquid collagen. And it the before and after pictures are are amazing. You go to any of my websites, I've got them up there. But um what was interesting is we we run a survey online and it we cast it out to all females. Um and why? Well, males don't think about as much as females, I guess. But even though I take the product, I love the product, and a lot of other males do. But anyway, my point is, most of the respondents, the people that choose to take this survey, are sixty years and older, because they 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 you know they fill out their demographic, and sixty years and older, they're they're looking for something um, to to make them look young again. And it's a huge huge market. Absolutely. <laughs> Excuse me, I need some of your pills right now. <laughs> 
Well, here it's winter. It's getting to be winter time up where you are, right? <laughs> yes, up here in New York. Although today we had this crazy heat wave. The last three days, it's been seventy degrees. You know, the week before it was we had hail and it was almost snowing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we we moved to Florida to no longer participate in winter, and and so it's right. just you another just another summer day down here. Traded for hurricanes and alligators and heat and bugs. Yeah, yeah. Someone asked me the other day. They said, "You know what? Uh, are you ready to move back to Ohio? That you just had this major hurricane? I mean, that Ian uh, hit the epicenter hit about thirty minutes away from where we are. And we we were dead in at sites, and at the last minute, it took a right turn and just clocked Fort Myers. And um, um, people people ask me, they're like, "Well, are you going to move back north? You know, because of that?" And I'm like, "No, I, I you know." If we get one of these hurricanes ever so often, that's much better than six months of winter every year to me. <laughs> I understand. My wife threatens to move every winter, but if if her parents and my parents and um all of the social network that we've built here wasn't here, she would move. Um, but uh, thankfully, she hasn't made us pick up and move just yet. Yeah, yeah. And there's been a what's uh, speaking of the hurricane. I mean, there's just been an outpouring of of aid coming in. I mean, the freeway. There's one freeway that goes north south over here on the on the west side of Florida, I-75. It's just been busy ever since, and truck after truck, and utility trucks, and everything coming down. And uh, so my wife and I, we uh, you know signed up to volunteer at the food bank. We signed up to volunteer with. Um, uh, the county, you know, to do whatever, whatever was needed at the time. And uh, just been outpouring of hope. And so if you are giving uh, to any organization that's taking your money for hurricane relief victims, uh, it is it is being put to good use. I got to tell you that. Greatly, greatly appreciate that, of course. So what, um, you know, I just got back from a, from a convention. So I'm, I'm like pumped up. Um, I, I love I love networking with people. I love uh hanging around positive people and that's that's one of the uh i think the under underrated benefits of our business is we go to these conventions and masterminds and just get to hang around with positive like-minded people out there instead of you know uh if you have a job people at work that you don't really care for uh it's something unique and once people experience it they they crave it absolutely it's funny my wife and i went out uh with another couple to a stand-up comedy club um, the other night on a date. And the we were going to see a specific comedian who was on tour and his views are on one specific side, very much of the political spectrum, so to speak. And we won't talk politics, but it was just so refreshing to be in a room full of people all wanting to hear the same thing, laugh at the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> because a lot of, let's say, the parents that my wife is friends with through my kids' three, through my kids' schools might fall on the opposite side of that political spectrum. So we couldn't necessarily have a bonding conversation about that stuff. So it was really nice to be in a room full of people who are all there to hear one specific thing and go, oh my God, we're not crazy. There are other people who believe what we believe. Yeah, yeah, it's so refreshing. It's, it's so refreshing when you surround yourself with the, with the right people. Um, and, and it helps you grow too, because uh, you know one, one of the speakers at the conference I was at is the only former military Miss USA. Wow, and, and just had a a great great story. Um, uh, her name's escaping me right now. Johnson, Shannon Ch Johnson. I have to look it up real quick. But uh, she's she's phenomenal. So if you ever see her at an event or something, uh, definitely definitely go here. She has quite quite a story of of where she came from and how to um, go from being uh, growing up in Washington D.C. 
uh, and trying and trying and trying and failing and failing and failing. And then ultimately becoming, I think it was 2015 or 16, she was crowned Miss USA and the only former military. What was interesting, what she said is uh, she asked uh, for some feedback of why she kept losing. She was losing, losing all these pageants before she was crowned. And they told her to drop the military card. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that was her platform. She's like, I, her whole family served in the U.S. Army. She was the first commissioned officer in her family. Um, and, 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 you know, that was, that was her platform. And who doesn't want to support our military? And that's what they told her. She, and, and her point was there's, there's bad advice out there. Yeah, you know, t t there's a lot of you can get a lot of bad advice. So you kind of can sort, you know, don't take every every piece of advice as good advice. There's some bad advice out there because she didn't she didn't change that. She just kept doing it and she got crowned Miss USA. Well, that's an incredible story. I love the overcoming the adversity. And I think in that in that regard, as we wrap up, I think uh, my friend Sally Hogshead, New York Times bestselling author of Fascinate said it best. She said, don't be less of you, be more of you, but be you for the right people. Yeah. She said different is better than better. Yeah. Find your people and be yourself on purpose. And then you can be even more of yourself because they're the right people and the people who matter won't mind. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're almost out of time. So uh want to wrap this up. So our guest today has been Seth Green. Seth is the president and CEO of Market Domination, nine-time best-selling author, and the co-host of the Sharkpreneur Sharkpreneur podcast with Kevin Harrington. So thanks for being on the program, Seth. Thanks so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Um, can't wait to have you back on my show. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks. Thank you for listening to another episode of Good Life, Great Life, brought to you by Brian Highfield. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guests and stories. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.